Hi, I'm Rick Dancer. Um, I just wanted to have a bit of a conversation with people. And I've been thinking about this long and hard all night, all day yesterday. I didn't lose any sleep over it. Um, but I'm growing more and more concerned with the inconsistencies in our leaders. Um, you know, and, and I'm trying to be kind. I was listening to Jordan Peterson this morning uh, while I was running and thinking to myself, I, I don't want to be angry, Rick. I want to be firm, Rick, and I want to be um, as kind as I can be. But I also think that you, sometimes you have to call things out as you see them. And, and I definitely could be wrong. Um, but I think that um, one of the things that has really started to bother me is that our governor's inconsistencies with um, the COVID restrictions. And we've been watching this from the beginning. And I, it's hard to follow someone when they're not leading. And, um, and that's my problem is because when you, you cannot change the goalpost every time it's inconvenient for you. So the first goalpost was we were flattening the curve. Remember way back in March? And then we did that and we opened up some. Um, and then we closed down again. And never really knowing what the benchmarks, like what am I supposed to do? What are we supposed to do to get to that point where we can open back up? And it was always kind of ambiguous. Then we get to the more recent where we had um, over 300 people in a hospital beds in all of Oregon. And we didn't know where that came from, but it was like randomly picked up and here's what we're supposed to do. Um, now that's the benchmark to me. Um, we went over that. And then we went back down because the governor changed her mind overnight, which I'm glad she did, but um, it was really political pressure that changed her mind. It wasn't anything to do with the metrics of what we're doing. And so now today I'm reading, and I saw this the other day, but I've been thinking about this because I want to be smart about this. Um, so now there's a new goalpost. So it's no longer about hospital beds. It's no longer about lowering the curve. Now it's about how many people get the vaccine. So now she says, if 70% of Oregonians get the vaccine in their county, that they can reopen. And then I'm seeing messaging put out by the county and on news stations, come on, we're almost there. Let's go get those vaccines so we can open up. So what does that do to the people who don't feel comfortable getting the vaccine? So that puts us in, in a different position, in a different place. Like now the burden is on the people who don't want to get the vaccine because they're researching and finding other information out. Um, and, and today the CDC says if you're fully vaccinated, you can get back to normal life without a mask. Um, and, and then I had a lady come on my page and she said, my employer just sent out information that said um, as of September 1, I have to have a vaccine or a monthly COVID test in order to work there. I, I have a problem with this. And I think a lot of people do. Um, <laughs> we still live in the United States of America and um, I, I don't understand. And, um, and so what, again, it feels like, and this could just be me, it feels like we're doing anything we can to get that vaccine. And I want to think the governor is doing this for the right reasons. But, but the other thing I see is if you look to the east, 
Governor Brown, you will notice that everybody else is opening up without forcing all of this um, and holding it over people's heads. And Montana's open, <clears throat> Idaho's open, Arizona's open, even the East Coast is opening up. And here we are sitting in Oregon <clears throat> with our governor holding this over your head saying, you know, you have if and then it puts the guilt on the people who don't want to get the vaccine saying you're not you're the reason you're the reason we're not getting it. And that's just not true. Um, you know, th th I heard the statistics this morning We're the numbers are way down. So open the damn thing back up again. But no, now we have a new goalpost. So every time it's convenient or we're, so even if we knew what's the motive. So you want everybody to get the vaccine and 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 then what? It's not even a vaccine. It's a shot. So it doesn't prevent it makes the symptoms less, as I've read. So I don't understand. Um, and it drives it just drives me nuts because every day it's changing. Um, and, I, you know, when you do that to a child or anyone, and I'm not saying we're children, but when you keep changing the goalpost, I think you really uh, discredit your message. And, and, and people will only put up with your bullying for so long. And I'm not saying the governor's bullying, but I will get people on here who will then say I'm the kiss of the devil because I'm asking questions about what's really going on here. Um, and, uh, and, and that's troubling to me. Um, another issue I would like to bring up, I heard a expert on employment speaking this morning on the radio. Um, and he was talking about the three real big problems right now with getting people to work. I have a friend who owns a restaurant in town and she had to close at six o'clock last night because she doesn't have the staff. And there's millions of people that are not working. There's millions of jobs and there's millions of people choosing not to work because we're paying them. The federal government is really working against, is competing with businesses. So they're paying so much in unemployment that why would people go back to work? Because they're making more or $2 less or really close to what they can um, with the government paying them. So 11 states started with Montana. And I talked to you guys about this the other day. Montana started this and they signed in that the governor signed a bill that makes it so that you have to work four weeks. You no longer get the 600, the extra money from the from the government, but you work four weeks at a job and then you'll get a $1,200 bonus and other states are following suit. So to me, why that's smart is you're encouraging people to go back to work. You're encouraging people to take jobs. We're coming up on the summer season when people need employees and they need to recoup from this reaction to COVID. And we're making it more difficult by the federal government competing with these businesses. <laughs> and that's just not fair. And they said the number one reason was um, number three top reasons people aren't going back to work is scared to go back to work because of COVID. And that's valid for people. Um, Childcare, that's super valid. If you if you can't get childcare, um, it's really hard to go back to work. So you can't go back to work. But the other reason is because they are paid more and people don't want to talk about this. Uh, this is the one that's always poo-pooed. They talk about everything else, but they don't talk about the fact that um, we have created a nightmare. And if you're a small business owner in this community, you know it. Um, everybody else can talk and do what they want to say. But if you don't have a small business, you don't understand. 
um, when you can't get people to even, and your service is going to suck anymore. And that, um, it, it's, it's absolutely insanity. So my recommendation to the governor, like she cares, <laughs> you know, be, get consistent, give us a goalpost. I guess now we have one, but is that, is that really a fair goalpost? Um, when you keep changing it and now it's 70% have to get vaccinated when I think right now it's in, Oh, what was it in Lane County? I think we're at 58%. Um, but it shouldn't be on the backs of people who have concerns about the vaccine. And if you're somebody who doesn't, I, I totally support your right to get the vaccine. And, and, and I don't look down on you. I think, Hey, that's your, that's your thing. But if there's people who don't want to get that, they're not the devil. They're not bad people. They're people doing research and they may not feel the same way about it. You do. Now we do live in a country where that used to be okay. And now what's happening? Um, that's what concerns me. Now, and the third thing I'd like to talk about is the Eugene city council. I saw online an article posted from the registered guard where three of the city councilors homes were spray painted with graffiti about defunding the police. Now, right off the top, it's wrong. When you go to a public figure's home, trust me, <laughs> and you and you trash their house, I mean, that's their personal place. That's really wrong. And that's a terrible thing to do because these people are giving their time uh, to help run the city. On the flip side, um, I heard uh, one of the quotes from the mayor was she was condemning the actions and called it cowardly and counterproductive. Okay. And I agree with her. It is, it is cowardly and counterproductive. But my question would then be mayor and the city council, except for Mike Clark, who did speak out against it. Where were you crying for justice uh, for the businesses that got bombarded and burned to the ground uh, during the riots that happened last year. Um, where were you when Stephen Sheehan's Elkhorn Brewery was set on fire by, by uh, rioters? It was crickets. Nothing was said. It was, it, was, it was silent. And now all of a sudden it happens to you, which I think is wrong, and I would, I would stand up for you. But do you see the hypocrisy in that? Do you see the, the inconsistency in that? So I think you did the right thing by calling it out. But your history kind of tells on you. So it, what it looks like as a person in the public to me is that it's wrong when it happens to you, but when it happens to us out here, um, you're silent because I think you're afraid to go against the grain at, at the risk of the same things happening that just happened to you. Um, at some point, we have to start, you know, whether you agree or not, businesses in your community are important. And, um, and so if you're going to worry about your graffiti, what about theirs? What about what's happening in our community right now? Um, business people, businesses are coming here and looking at Eugene to locate. According to friends that I have in the business community, they're seeing the streets and what's going on in downtown and how dirty and filthy everything looks and they're getting in a plane and leaving. That doesn't say a lot about our community. So let's get a plan, but we have to work together on doing this. 
Um, and and uh, if you're going to stick up for each other, um, I guess ask yourself the question, why didn't you stick up for businesses when this was happening to them? What was different about that? It was unpopular at the time. I don't know. So um, that's really what I wanted to get off my chest because the other thing is, um, you know, I, I think we're creating a climate where people are not ever going to feel good about who they are if you're just paying them to do nothing. And I know people will use the argument, well, the minimum wage is too low and all that. We can get off on all kinds of ra rabbit trails um, with this. But when you pay people more than they're going to make working, it's going to be really tempting to not go back to work. And everybody has their reasons. I don't judge them. But I do judge the government and our politicians for creating a problem. And then here in Oregon, Governor Brown, you just, as of June, you're going to increase it even more give more incentive to stay home? What sense does that make? I guess for me, I want to say, are you talking to business people? Are you, are you listening to them? Are they part of the equation? Because if you do, I do. And they're desperate for help. They're desperate to stay alive. And you're, you're creating a monster and now you're feeding it. And I don't understand that at all. So, Feel free to disagree with me. Um, I hope that I, I presented that in as kind of fashion as I can. Um, and uh, yes, it is calling people out, but I think people need to be called out. And again, I want to thank Mike Clark for he did come out way back and stand up against what was going on in, in town and the, 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 the rioting and the vandalism. Um, and I guess that's all I had. I'm sorry I didn't bring any of your comments up here. Um, but there's tons of them. There's so many of you guys talking. So you can read each other's on there. Um, and, and, you know, here's the deal. I get so many people coming up and saying, thank you for speaking out. Thanks for doing this. this is, I'm not doing this to, I, this is what I do. This is just who I am. And I was listening to Jordan Peterson and some of you hate him too. And I'm sure that's great. Um, but I don't really worry about what people are, what they hate and don't hate anymore. Cause I think it's, the, <laughs> it's, it's based on the weather or something, but um, you know, I, I, I think it's really important that we understand where we're going. And I think right now in Oregon, most of us have no idea where we're going. Um, you know, and governor Brown, if you have a plan, we sure would like to know what that is. Um, consistency, a consistent plan with what we're doing and an open dialogue about how this happens and what's going to happen. And here in Eugene too, the same thing. I think we need to um, back each other. So city council, I, I'm going to back you and they, that's shame on people for doing that to your homes, but I'm going to ask that you return the favor. You know, these are businesses in your community. They are hurting. They need your input. They need your leadership. And if you can't lead, um, then leave and let somebody come in who can. And can we put the partisan shit away? Um, this is not anymore about Democrats or Republicans. It's not about getting vaccinated and not getting vaccinated. It's not about how you treat businesses and don't treat businesses. It's how we treat each other. And you don't get to isolate one group of people because they feel differently about certain issues. 
that's not Oregon. That's not how it works. Um, and that's really all I have to say. Uh, we will be back tonight, uh, five o'clock with Get Real with Rick Dancer. And Bob Welch is going to be joining us from the uh, former columnist at the Register Guard. And he's got an adventure coming up. He's going to tell us about a book and a new book. Um, actually, it's right here. This is his new book. That's He's going to talk a little bit about that and also about his Pacific Crest Trail uh, adventure. And so we're excited. It's on our what, uh, what Happened to Him Now feature. And then next month, we have Shelly Kurtz from KVAL. Uh, she's coming on and going to talk with us. So, um, yeah, again, feel free to disagree with me. Be nice. Uh, be firm. And um, be well. <laughs> oh, I feel so much better. Oh, and share this on your page if there's somebody else that you might think might be feeling the same way. Because you know what? Um, it's not over. It's, and it's, it's not over. And we are still Oregonians. And I think if we don't speak up now... Um, we're in big trouble. And so speaking up means not yelling, not calling anybody names. Please don't call any of the counselors names. Do not call them the, the governor names. Um, but it also means that you don't have to back down. Um, and you, and you, you know, and, it, and yeah, is it scary to stand up for stuff? You bet. Cause you will get ripped apart. Trust me, check my personal mails. Um, but you know, sometimes somewhere you just go, you know what? It's the right thing to do. And I don't, um, yeah, you always care what people think, but you get to a point where um, you're either courageous or you're a coward. Let that sink in a little bit. You're either courageous or you're a coward. And I am not going to be a coward. And when, it's you, when you're courageous, that means sometimes you get beat up and you get hit and you get hurt. But you know what? <laughs> I learned this a lot. I learned this with cancer and everything running for office. You can call me names. You can, you can tear me apart. You can try to destroy my reputation. Um, you can do all those things that you want to do. And you might be successful at some of them. You can even kill me, but you never kill my soul. That's eternal. And you can't, you can't kill my soul. And, uh, how I live. Courageous or cowardice? It's your choice. Be what you choose to be. But just go 